Hello, April Lopino, Vice President of Human Resources, also Keeley Life Leader, here to welcome you to this section of Keeley Life Podcast. These podcasts are designed to have conversations surrounding our mission of sustaining a culture of health and well-being for all Keeleyans and their families, as well as supporting our pillars of HEAL, where we focus on mental health, physical fitness, nutritional habits, and financial well-being. This is where we take a deep dive in discussing the total well-being of each and every one of our Keelians and how we make a path to a better version of themselves. We want to take this opportunity to provide resources to all. So please sit back and enjoy. Welcome everyone to this session of Keely Life where we focus on the E and heal. I'm here with Melissa Swank to talk about fad diets. Hi Melissa, how are you? Hi, April. I'm good. How are you this morning? Doing well. Um, how about you start off with uh, describing what fad is? Right. So um, that's a good question. A lot of people hear about different diets, um, you know, between uh, hearing about the keto diet or the macro diet. It, a fad is really something that's sort of transient. It comes and goes. You hear about something, you know, a few years ago, it was the Atkins diet. Maybe before that, it was the South Beach um, but those trends really kind of don't stand the test of time. So they come and they're really hot for a little while and then a new diet comes, a dietary trend comes in um, and takes over and then that's the one that everybody feels like they should hop on. Um, so when you think about diets, usually um, that's a first indication. Is this something that's sort of like hot? Uh, you hadn't heard of it before and now it's the rage and then it starts to peter out. Uh, that's really a good indication that what you're looking at is a fad diet. Another, is, oh, go ahead. Is a diet healthy for you? Um, right. So we use the term diet differently than, you know, the dietetics world uses the word diet. Um, typically, diet just refers to the food you eat, right? The, your diet is what you consume on a daily basis. Uh, but we tend to use the term diet to denote a limitation or some sort of strict uh, protocol that you're following to probably lose weight or maybe get healthier or uh, meet a certain or particular health goal that you have for yourself. Um, and changing your diet in terms of your dietary behavior can be very beneficial. Um, and uh, you want to be careful about selecting a diet itself um, because Honestly, the, the way that we use diet is sort of limiting. You think, I'm going on a diet, which automatically makes your brain think, when am I going to go off this diet? And because it's sort of short-term and short-lived, uh, so might be the effects that you get from it. So it may cause some weight loss, but once you stop that particular diet, it will also lead to putting it back on. So who should we ha be having these discussions with to decide what diet in general is good for us? Right, right. There are a lot of good resources out there. First of all, definitely talk to your doctor. Um, and your doctor will likely recommend that you talk to a nutritionist or dietitian. These are people that have gone to school to specifically uh, understand what food does for you, how you metabolize it, and based on your specific needs can help you pull together what will work for your body. Um, it is not recommended that you just listen to anybody talk about that, right? And I am not a dietitian, so my role is not to provide dietary advice to people. Instead, I like to give information and resources um, to lead them that way. So those are two ways, doctor, 
dietitian. You can also find a lot of resources online at, at reputable sources. So looking at the USDA's website or MyPlate, you get a lot of really great information. The Heart Association, the American Cancer Association, these also provide really good options for dietary behaviors that you can follow. Perfect. And we'll link those websites to this podcast as well. Absolutely. So- Can you tell us what are the top 10 fad diets that are going on right now? Right. Um, So we've got, first of all, everybody's all over the keto diet, which is the ketogenic diet. It's a diet that's high in fat, high in protein, and low in carbs. Uh, That one's probably at the top of everybody's list right now. Uh, But you'll also hear things about the macro diet. Um, And macros, just a quick background, you have basically three types of um, macronutrients that feed your body. We've got fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. And that diet helps you figure out what concentration of your food needs to be of each particular type of macronutrient. And that one's pretty hot as well. Um, Then we've got the Atkins diet from a couple of years ago, uh, which is similar to the keto diet, but also has a little bit more flexibility in terms of inviting in some more uh, carbohydrates, healthy carbs like fruits and vegetables towards the end. Um, The gluten-free diet is a really hot diet right now. Um, And gluten is getting a little bit of a bad rap because for people who have celiac disease, uh, it is extremely inflammatory and can cause a lot of damage to their digestive tract. So um, that's a really hot one because of that inflammation. Um, People who are also gluten sensitive might find some benefit following that diet. Um, But really, you should get tested before you eliminate gluten Um, because if it doesn't affect you, Gluten is in some things that are really good for you, like whole grains, uh, farro, wheat, barley. Um, These are things that are really good for your gut. They have a lot of healthy nutrients. Um, So you don't want to just eliminate a food uh, without knowing that you need to do that for your own health. Um, The paleo diet was one that was uh, popular a few years ago and is still pretty popular. Um, And that one, basically, the idea of it is if, if your ancestors who lived in caves didn't Uh, eat it, then you should probably stay away from it as well. And so it really focuses on eating whole foods, um, basic foods, limiting fruits, because, you know, as foragers, fruits were um, much less prevalent than they are now. Um, You've got the Whole30, uh, and that one focuses on eating only whole foods, foods in their whole format or um, non-processed foods, limiting alcohols, sugars, caffeine, Um, So some of these are pretty restrictive, Um, and that's something that I wanted to kind of mention about when you're approaching the idea of changing your dietary behaviors. Um, Be aware of diets that are really restrictive, so diets that suggest you remove entire food groups um, or eliminating um, entire amounts of calories, like significant calorie reduction just want to be really careful before you do that without the guidance of a physician or a dietitian, um, because it can cause some problems. Um, for example, the keto diet um, was actually developed in the 20s, in the 1920s for people with epilepsy. And because it has uh, some functions that um, can help control blood sugars, it's become something that helps people with weight loss. Um, if you're diabetic, it 
may have some benefit, but it also could be very harmful if it's not controlled. So really being sure that when you, knowing yourself, you, you approach one of these diets in a way that's beneficial um, by talking to your doctor and making sure that you're very carefully monitored. Um, some of the other diets that are, well, one of them that's, it, it's less of a trend, but it's really popular is the Mediterranean diet. Uh, and that one really focuses on eating like people who in the Mediterranean eat. Um, lots of fish, um, vegetables, healthy oils like avocados and nuts and seeds and olive oil. Um, so those are just some of the, a few of them. There are a lot. Um, I guess the last one I want to mention is the elimination diet. I'm sorry, the fasting diet. There's also an elimination diet, but the fasting diet is one that's happening right now. Um, intermittent fasting is might, might be how you hear about it. Um, and the intermittent fasting diet uh, basically says that you should limit your window of food consumption um, and give yourself the chance to be um, uh, without food. And when you're without food, your body goes into this process of shifting from burning glucose, which is the sugars, to fats. Um, and so it can help you burn fat and get into a fat burning mode. Um, your body naturally does this sometimes. Like if you ever are super busy and you kind of skip dinner and then you go to bed and you don't wake up until the next morning, or perhaps for, for religious reasons, you fast after sundown until the next night, your body automatically goes into this um, naturally. But the intermittent fasting diet is really trying to kind of force you into that on a more regular basis. Again, it can be beneficial when it's done correctly. So making sure that you use guidance of a physician or a dietitian to do that. So what I'm what I'm hearing is not every diet, right, is is good for everyone because you are at some points eliminating the things that are actually healthy that your body needs. So so that's always something good to, you know, remember as you look into which one might fit you, or maybe it's a combination of them. Um, I just, when you're, when you were talking, I just kept going back to, you know, grade school, we talked about a well diet, a well-balanced diet, plate portions and color, you know, I mean, if, if we could just go back to that too, that's just everything in moderation, right? Absolutely. And you know what, when people talk about, you know, how do I, I frequently get this question, like, well, what should I eat? Right. And frankly, I could tell you what I eat, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And I, I joke around with people that uh, you would never open up someone else's medicine cabinet and be like, oh, that medication looks good. I should try that. You know, we all know that eating other people's medication is not not a benefit to you. And at the same time, you have, um, you know, food that really feeds you body and soul. And we think we can go and eat other people's diets. Um, so first off, making sure that you focus on what works just for you, like paying attention to your body. Um, and by doing that, there's some easy things you can follow, some easy tips. First of all, you know, eat lots of fruits and veggies. Those colors give you so many nutrients, not only vitamins and minerals, but also phytonutrients. And those are plant-based nutrients that have antioxidant properties. And we know antioxidants are really good for us. Um, they help uh, reduce our risk of, of cellular mutation and, and oxidation. So really positive things. Um, you wanna make sure that you're crowding out. So instead of thinking about eliminating, think about how am I going to crowd out the things that I wanna limit, right? So if you don't wanna eat a lot of saturated fat or sugar, fill up your plate with 
um, those fruits and veggies first and then leaving the space that you need just for uh, the protein or the, the other types of things that you're eating uh, will help you manage um, what you want to eat. So there's some easy tips like that. Another one that is pretty universal, no matter which dietary trend, is to limit processed foods. Um, processed foods usually strip a lot of the nutrients away from our foods and make them really, really easy to digest. Um, and when we are using and eating and digesting processed foods, we um, limit the amount of calories we burn. So you're eating a lot more calories because processed foods tend to have more calories. And you're also burning fewer calories. Uh, and in the, the combination themselves together, um, don't bode for a healthy and well person. Uh, so yeah, lots of great tips that you can follow. So I know this may be going off a little off topic, um, but appearance doesn't necessarily mean someone is healthy. And I think that's important to state right. too, as we're talking about diets. Uh, a really good point, April. You know, um, I remember back this commercial that I used to, uh, I don't remember what it was. I think it was for Lipitor, a, a cholesterol commercial. It was a very spelt man walking by a pool and everyone was looking at him. He looked great. And he got up on the diving board and he belly flopped, you know, and everyone anticipated that this guy was going to do this gorgeous, you know, triple flip into the pool. And we have that same idea when we see, you know, quote unquote skinny people or we see people that look quote unquote healthy, we perceive, well, they must be doing it right. I should, I should follow them. And as those people, maybe you're thinking like, I don't need to worry about health. I'm fine. I'm not overweight. Um, but there's so much else going on in your body, right? Your cholesterol could be building up in your arteries uh, without you even realizing it. So uh, really important to focus on healthy eating, no matter what the exterior looks like. Great point. What else, uh, Melissa, would you would you add? You know, if, if someone, I know you mentioned talking to a dietitian if you're wanting to start down this journey, mm -hmm. but if you're just wanting to make um, the, the go in the direction to start eating healthy, um, you know, can you kind of recap again, where would you start? Just anyone on this call that can start today? Absolutely. So um, I, I talk about limiting the three S sisters. You've got saturated fat, sodium, and sugar, specifically added sugar. So start there just by taking a look at your foods and seeing how you can limit those and um, adding in a lot of color. Um, fruits and veggies happen to be very nutrient dense and calorie light. A lot of them don't have a whole lot of calories for what they offer you. Um, so definitely fill up on those um, really important fruits and vegetables. Um, also, get some exercise and drink water. I know we're talking a lot about diets and fad diets, but that's a really big component to being healthy um, and having a strong metabolism. Your metabolism is how you burn those calories, right? So exercising, getting enough movement helps stimulate your metabolism, get you moving. Um, so those three things, limit the S-sisters, eat lots of fruits and veggies, so crowd out your plate and get some water and exercise. Those are all great places to start. Oh man, this has been great. I think it's gonna be really helpful for all of our listeners. And we're gonna put all those resources and connect it to this podcast. Awesome. So thanks again for your time.